0: Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. I'm Dr. Becky Bailey, the creator of Conscious Discipline, an expert in child development and education, and a lifelong teacher and learner. For those listening who are not aware of Conscious Discipline, it is an adult-first, comprehensive, trauma-informed, brain-based self-regulation program that combines three things often considered as separate. Discipline, social-emotional learning, and school culture are put together into one integrated system. I like to think of it as a big, giant, comprehensive resiliency program for both adults and children, as well as the community in which they live. Today, we're going to talk about the shift from punishment to discipline in the United States and other parts of the world. Specifically, we're going to be end up talking about a high school program with children with special needs in the Netherlands. Now, conscious discipline has offered alternatives for punishing children for misbehavior for almost 25 years. And the legal definition of punishment is the infliction of some kind of pain or loss upon a person for a misdeed. And there are many research downsides to punishment, whether that punishment is verbal or physical. And some of those are physical punishment seems to increase child aggression, increase antisocial behavior, lower intellectual achievements, enhance poor quality of parent-teacher-student relationships, and actually cause some mental health problems. The American Academy of Pediatrics encourages parents to use discipline strategies, which means to teach, instead of physical or verbal punishments to stop unwanted behaviors in children and teens. And this awareness is growing worldwide. A research study in Nigeria showed that punishment is negatively related to academics' performance. So as the punishment increases, academics continues to decline. The higher the punishment, the lower the academics. The number one biggest downfall for a society is that punishment does not teach internal controls of one's own behavior. Now, I call those, and most people do, self-regulation skills. The offender may learn to inhibit the punished response during surveillance. In other words, when someone's watching, I'm going to be good. But once surveillance ends, there is no internal control to keep our own behavior in line. So for a school, this means every teacher must manage every child's behavior. So for a society, this means every police officer must manage every citizen. So this process to me is unsustainable, regardless of our academic achievement or not. And in addition, our most vulnerable students, those with trauma or with disabilities, face corporal punishment at disproportionately high rates. And if you add race to this problem, it even gets more severe. In the United States, students of color with disabilities are punished more harshly than their peers. So today we have the pleasure of hearing about one school in the Netherlands and what they are doing to change things in this regards to high school children with special needs. Join me and listen in. An interesting opportunity I have to be here with a man from the Netherlands. Uh, So would you introduce yourself and tell us where you work?
1: All right. Yes. My name is uh, Christian Barsma, It's a Dutch name. And I work uh, near Rotterdam uh, on a high school for special needs. And the name of the school is Discovery College. Discovery College. Yes.
0: So, when what do you do? What were you hired to do there?
1: What I do there, um, I started three years ago at that school uh, with a new project because um, there was a lot of fear at this school, a lot of energy, a lot of violence, a lot of feeling of unsafety. So they asked me to start a project based on conscious discipline um, in which we transfer, uh, transform the punishment class to another system, to connection and safety and empathy.
0: Wow. And so let's just back up. So Mm -hmm. here you are all the way in the Netherlands. So Mm -hmm. how did you even hear about conscious discipline?
1: Well, I had an interview at that school because uh, I wanted to switch to another school. Mm -hmm. I was involved in another high school for many years. And well, um, they hired me and they asked me, want you to do something with conscious discipline and that was the first time I heard I heard about conscious discipline so uh, well I bought a book uh, the book uh, easy to love yes. difficult to discipline it was very inspiring and I thought all right I can do this and uh, let's give it a try
0: so when you so you walk into a new school with mm-hmm. a new project yes and it was only for me. Uh, what few days before you mm-hmm. find this out, and mm-hmm. so you're walking in there, and you're going to change the school mm-hmm. in this particular mm-hmm. area from a punishment system yes. to a, to a conscious discipline or a non-punitive system.
1: Yes, non-punitive. So how
0: did that? How did you start that even process?
1: Well, <laughs> that's that's quite <laughs> funny. The first day I started there, I didn't know anybody except the people I spoke to. And they asked me to introduce myself to the the complete team and they weren't prepared of this. So for (laughs) them, it was all new and they didn't know what I came to do there. So it was, for me, it felt challenging. Yes. And it felt like I had to prove myself. Yes. So, uh, but after a few weeks, actually, I noticed um, there was a shift going on. So um, and then I felt more comfortable. And my principal he gave me all the space I need I needed to explore and to develop what we wanted to do. So that felt great.
0: That that is phenomenal too, mm-hmm. because we're at uh, Conscious Discipline, the Advanced Institute, and mm-hmm. you're here sitting with me. Mm-hmm. And so I have heard your presentation, I have mm-hmm. seen the pictures, mm-hmm. and so from you're kind of learning along as you're implementing, mm-hmm. right? So you oh, were yes. kind of studying, learning, and doing at the same time. Mm, yes. And but what you came up with in your room, mm-hmm. uh, so tell us about the actual room first i mean so what did you put in there and what was your goals
1: well i transformed there was a punishment room yes in this school and i transformed it in a connection room actually i thought it's better when a child um is in the emotional state or even in the survival state um, his own teacher um, can help him i think that's better but sometimes they need to go out of the class so Mm -hmm. i um well I changed this specific room into a connection room. And to make it practical, because we have a lot of children with autism, um, we put lines on the floor in the, I call it the conscious discipline colors. Mm-hmm. So they know in which day they are and they can choose where they want to sit. Yes. And, and I have to be honest, uh, the first uh, period I was there at Discovery College, we had a lot, a lot, a lot of students. Um, entering my room in the red state Mm -hmm. but we collect a lot of data a lot of data Um, and now it's it's almost uh, it's almost zero uh, that they enter in uh, in the red state but they they come in the the blue state so they are not okay and things are not going how they wanted how they wanted it to be but they are willing to connect with us yeah, so, that's amazing. So, they, so, mm-hmm.
0: so let me just sum mm-hmm. this up. So you have areas marked mm-hmm. with a kind of a yeah. red, a red yes. area and a blue area, and, and a green, and a green area. And so, as the ch- as mm-hmm. the student, and these are how old are they?
1: When they enter our school, they are twelve years, and they leave when they are eighteen years. Eighteen. Old.
0: So, when they come in there, the student decides, okay, mm-hmm. or the student goes to the area. So, yes. they're going to go to red, they're going to go to blue, mm-hmm. and their survival state or their emotional state or their yes. executive state. So, in a short amount of time, it seems like what mm-hmm. you're saying mm-hmm. is that you had a lot coming in survival state. Oh, so, yes. you had a lot of violence and destruction and throwing yes. things. and
1: Yes, and that was a challenge for me because that time, three years ago, I was the only, uh, the only person at school doing this work yes so and now uh, i coordinate a team of coaches so i'm not alone anymore and that's helpful
0: yes yeah, that's made a big mm-hmm. difference mm-hmm. so now so the majority came in and read which was all this violence and throwing yes. and, and name calling yeah and swear now words. You, now you're into the mm. emotional state
1: most of the time
0: most of the yes. time yes so and so how did it when you started teaching this to the mm-hmm. your other colleagues mm-hmm. W- was there resistance uh, or at first, or you had some that bought in and some that didn't? How did that go when you first started teaching?
1: Uh, that's a interesting question. Uh, there was re- uh, there was some resistance um, because we also uh, have at our school had a little bit have a reward system. Yes. So, and they are, we are used to that. And conscious discipline, it's another way of thinking about mm-hmm. rewarding and punishment, punishment systems. Yeah. So we had discussions. Yes. Uh, every okay. day at the end of the day, discussions. So this, this child has, uh, has called names today. What, have, uh, what are we going to do with him? Mm-hmm. And I had thoughts about it, but they had thoughts about it as well. Yes. And it doesn't match always. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but three years later, um well I see and I feel that we are um more together in this and we um, the teachers and I the teachers and uh, my school we have find each other yes and we are busy um to create a school family with the teachers first mm-hmm. so we can model this to our children that's what we are doing
0: yes now. and these are all children with special needs mm-hmm. yes so, so, you, so now you have a collaborative group mm-hmm. kind oh, of yes. working on how, yeah. how are we going to help this mm-hmm. child be successful mm-hmm. as right. opposed to punishing them for mm-hmm. whatever they've mm-hmm. done. And so that whole mindset shift mm-hmm. now, uh, and do you believe it's made a big difference? Or, or can you tell the mm-hmm. difference in the students, the parents, and the teachers?
1: Yeah, uh, Yes, um, the teachers, are feeling safe Mm. so that's so good if you if you compare this with three years ago so correct that's that's really great the i think the children feel safe as well but of course they are special need kids so things happen right but because they feel safe they um um, they dare to find to find us Mm -hmm. and to speak with us and they don't feel ashamed so i think this is this is helpful so
0: and are the kids asking them for help more or instead of acting out will they try to get some assistance before mm-hmm. they get so out of control yes
1: yes it's an interesting question um, a lot of children who um, who use the connection class they they choose it by their own sometimes their teachers help them by saying uh, I, uh, I seen you're you're frustrated mm-hmm. maybe it's good for you <laughs> to go to the connection room to speak with one of the coaches so
0: oh right. so so, the, a, so they can come voluntarily so if they feel yeah. oh, like they yes. need this they yes. just leave their classroom and come to you yes and then oh. sometimes the teachers would yes. suggest it yes
1: there's wow. two possibilities
0: and so how often do they come i mean
1: we have 185 st- uh, students, and I think the uh, an average, and it's I think it's a lot. Uh, the average is th- uh, 25, 30 uh, students students at one day. Well, and I we collect the, da- the data,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and well, I have some students. They come every day, um, more times a day. So, and this is important for us because then we know this child needs more than what we can uh, what we can right. do for him I think so, yeah. yes well we have a lot of teachers um, they're really helpful one of our teachers um, lived in Aruba and he worked with uh, conscious discipline over there mm-hmm. so he knows a lot he, he does CD1 he knows a lot of conscious discipline so that's very helpful for us as well and he's a wow. great teacher yes
0: so there's some kids that are coming over and over do some kids when they come, are, are they learning some strategies so mm-hmm. they don't come quite as often too? Mm-hmm. Do you see that also? Uh,
1: yes, we see that also. My my team and I, uh, we try, we uh, we have the conscious discipline, brain state model, um, mm-hmm. we put it on the wall in our room. Mm-hmm. And also the powers. Yeah. The interesting thing about our children is when they enter our room, they get interested in by what they see yeah. on the wall. So they ask us well, what is what does this mean so we explain how it works and we give them opportunities to handle their own emotions before they call us yeah and it happens yeah there's one boy Um, you have a, you have a picture of him you yes. I gave it yesterday uh, he was uh, he's a boy with ADHD and and other problems uh, very kind boy but he entered our room Five or six times a day, and uh, in a very emotional state. Mm-hmm. But now he learned you make him one time a day, mm-hmm. because for him it's all. Uh, it's also he likes to see us. Oh so, yeah, bet yeah. Mm-hmm, we are connected. You bet. But now he is. Um, <laughs> as a 13-year-old boy. He is sitting in his classroom, and he f- and when he feels emotional. Um, he takes his—it's uh, a toy we call it Lego. You know, mm-hmm. you mean Lego. Yes, yeah. He takes Lego and he goes play with Lego. You know, on a high school. Yes. But it comforts him mm-hmm. and it helps him to regulate. And he—he he don't need us. Yeah. It's so great.
0: It's mm. so great. Yeah. Thank you so much okay. for uh, for sharing with us and and good luck Thank over there in the <laughs> Netherlands.
1: <laughs> yes, and we keep in touch.
0: Okay. <laughs> Wow, Christian, you stepped into a big role and a big job, and you did it in a beautiful, beautiful way. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. Way to go over there in the Netherlands. So what's Becky up to? Well, I'm preparing to speak to a large group of wonderful educators and community leaders at the Choctaw Nation, Uh, an exciting opportunity. And so what are we celebrating? Well... Most of our CD1 satellites are sold out, but there are a limited number of seats available, so if you're interested, call soon, but we are celebrating another year, another summer of wonderful opportunities for many, many people. And with that, until next time, I
1: wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.